0: Welcome to All Words and No Pictures, conversations with artists and the like, moderated by me, Sarah Carp Brown, an artist based in Southern California. In this episode, I talked to plein air artist Kelly Medford, who paints the light and scenery of Rome, Italy, and who spreads the joy of outdoor sketching in Rome with her company called Sketching Rome Tours. This is Sarah Carp Brown and I'm here with Kelly Medford. Hi Kelly. Hi. And Kelly, you are in. I live in Rome. Rome. Okay. You've been in Rome for how many,
1: how many years? Um, this is the. Yeah, I moved. There. I moved to Rome in October of 2010. So this will be eight years. Okay. Um, this fall. Yeah, you know, I just. Oh, I felt like I just had this feeling about Rome. Like it's my. It's a place for me and. It really is. Like, I feel completely at home here. I love Rome. I love painting in Rome. Um, I was living here. Romans are great. (laughs) They're very friendly.
0: I also wanted to mention your sketching Rome tours, because when I met you, uh, I remember talking to you about it in 2013, um, thinking what a wonderful idea that was. And, yeah. and it really has had legs. I mean, this is five years later. And mm. uh, it, so talk about what sketching Rome tours is. And after, you know, five years, how has it evolved?
1: Uh, yeah, sure. Well, uh, living here. Well, when I moved to Rome, how I made friends initially was I joined the urban sketchers group here in Rome. And those people kind of became my family. And, um it's perfect for a plein air painter to have friends to go out sketching with actually. So you're not alone all the time. Yes. Um, and, and then I also, you know, I made friends with expats or whatever, you know, people from other countries living and working here. And a lot of people work, uh, that I met work in tourism, and I started to think, like, wow, you know, Rome is an amazing city. It was the most, probably the most important city on the Grand Tour and, you know, with architecture and historically, it's just such an important place. It's an amazing place to sit outside and sketch. And I thought, well, it's really something that's missing, a way to see the city, a, a beautiful way to see any city is to sit and sketch it. So... I just decided to start this thing called Sketching Room Tours, and um, it's great because it's actually really inspiring because there are people who have never really drawn before that will come and We just spend three hours, and I teach some really basic, simple techniques in pen, pencil, and watercolor. Grandparents come with their grandchildren, families, single people, travelers. I mean, it's really... A huge mix of people, and it's actually people from all over the world, um, which is also very cool. Yeah, it's done really well, actually. I didn't. I just started it because I thought it was something that was missing, and um, I always limit it to just. I usually do it one or two days a week, like in the morning or you know a couple hours in the morning or in the afternoon, and uh, I hand make all the sketchbooks for it and I provide all the materials so people don't need to worry about it and now I'm in several guidebooks and yeah um, well no, you, you
0: people really see uh in a way that they wouldn't necessarily see if they were uh, not studying to sketch and and, and Absolutely. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah it's something that's really simple and down to earth. Like, I'm really, for- I'm very fortunate in that I've never had one person in five years be um, mean or nasty or grump. Really, even like grumpy. Um, it's kind of I mean, hard to just- be
0: grumpy and roam on vacation. With this guy. I mean, I, I would think, but I suppose that certainly could happen. Maybe it's the the, the people you are attracting with this notion. That
1: are- yeah, I guess the, a certain kind of person is up for coming, trying out sketching. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. a good point. Well, that's great, though. But, I'm glad
0: it's been such a positive experience.
1: Yeah, you know, a lot. I actually stay in touch. There are a lot of people that um, come back and do it multiple times, like if they come and visit Italy every year. Um, or, you know, people stay in touch with me and they send me, pictures of their sketches. Um, it's really amazing. Like, people get inspired, which I'm really, really touched by. Um, you're making I guess, a difference. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what is... I think it's when, when you're a kid, when all of us, when you're a kid, you love to draw. You know, just like you... It's just like you love to play or sing or put on you know plays it's just a natural thing that you do and then for whatever reason you know there are lots of reasons you stop doing it over time and um it's like uh it's really beautiful to just give somebody the space and the permission to sit and draw something just because but honestly you know when you sit and draw something it must use some other part of your brain because it's burned into your brain. I mean, you remember, no matter what your drawing looks like at the end, you know, if you sit in a piazza and sketch, you'll remember that day forever. Like you remember the weather, the people, the light, you know, you just, so it's also a beautiful memory. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're very present and sort of meditative. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You can't really draw and do anything else. You know, I mean, it's hard to concentrate on drawing and, you know, be distracted by something else. Yeah.
0: And and then you also then, when you you talked about keeping that confined to a couple of days, a couple of mornings or afternoons a week, and then the other time you're actually working in, in plein air doing paintings.
1: Um, yeah. Talk about that. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. I go out and paint. Um, yeah. I Oh, gosh. For years. I mean, so many years. I just spent all of my time making small, quick paintings. By quick, I mean, like, one session. So, you know, a couple of hours. Um, God, I mean, for years, I was really insecure about my uh, technical skills, like... Uh, when I was at the Florence Academy, you know, my teachers would tell me, "Every, you know, your peers are really way more advanced in drawing than you are, and you have to work twice as hard, and I really felt that, and um, so I really spent years just sort of training myself to get proficient in understanding, uh, you know, drawing, proportions, values, and then, at a certain point, it was like, okay, I um, can't spend my whole life doing this. I mean, in a certain sense, you do spend your whole life right, improving on your technical ability. But then there's also something else, you know, like... Uh, I would argue it's not art. Just because you can draw something to proportion and shade it correctly, it doesn't make it art. So... I mean, right, you have something to say personally about what it is you're painting or drawing. Um, So then I started to get really sick of making these little paintings. And so I started to challenge myself by making larger paintings um, on site and then making really large paintings in the studio based on studies, but Trying to look at you know well, what's my interpretation of this instead of just copying what mm-hmm. I see in front of me and um, it's really good. This it teaches this taught me a lot about I'm trying to get better at um, you know color harmony understanding, um, you know editing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a huge that's part that's of
0: it. And how how is your idea of what what you do who you are as an artist I mean have you landed in a certain I've heard you talk about light no. and color have, so you're still you still stay open and open to evolving into some new area but
1: yeah no definitely I mean I don't know in my mind it's like I live in Rome and Rome is all about the light and so you know I'm obsessed with light and shadow the play of light and shadow but um i guess i also i mean i um i started kind of in the last six months this is something totally different i started to have remember and have really vivid dreams like all the time i mean every night for months and months just ongoing so uh with all of these sort of strong images in my mind, like I wow. don't know what to do with them. So I've seen, I've started using a lot of these images and making um, paintings and collages and um, you know, just sort of, I guess, thinking about, you know, I haven't done anything with them, but, and I don't know that it will go anywhere, but I guess it's important for me to think about always evolving i mean not ever staying you know getting stuck in a rut i guess
0: they must be compelling i mean that sounds really interesting i look forward to seeing them when when and if you decide to
1: to share yeah i don't yeah yeah, me too i mean i have no idea what will come of it but um it's mid- great I mean for an artist to have really vivid dreams with strong <laughs> images yeah. is an amazing gift Thank right you. Yeah <laughs> Yeah and um trying to illustrate them it's really interesting to understand how much um I just rely on observation you know um really struggle a lot with you know trying to draw from imagination and things like that it's um, it's really good exercise, actually. Uh,
0: you, you strike me as a brave person, someone who's not afraid of trying something new or, or getting out of your comfort zone, as the cliche
1: goes. Well, I don't know. You know, for years I was really, like, spent a lot of time being insecure and, think, and comparing myself to other people. Um, so it took me a long time to kind of get over that. And, you know, this is where actually the sketching tours are great because you see people being insecure about drawing, and I think, oh, my gosh, drawing is just a natural expression. And it actually really doesn't matter. Um, And How can I say this? Like, you know, just drawing is like learning a language you know it's learning a language so you have to do it so much before you can become proficient and then have a i guess be comfortable enough to not care you know about for yourself like what it what it looks like there's an idea of uh things should look a certain way right they should look like the thing you're representing in this literal way. So it took me years to get over that, actually. And um, ironically, is like, uh, when I was finally able to have the ability to draw or paint things as I see them, then, then you can ask yourself like, well, that's not really all there is to drawing and painting. Right, that's
0: right. Um, yeah. What's next, what else?
1: Yeah, Yeah, there's a whole world available to you. Yeah.
0: So tell me a little bit about some of you you do workshops, too. You lead workshops. I think there was one in Marrakesh you did recently. And it made me wonder what you're one of a couple of people I know doing tours and workshops in Morocco. And I'm wondering what's going on in Morocco all of a sudden. But tell me about yours. And will you go again? And how, how was that?
1: Oh, yeah, well, Morocco, I think probably the first Western painter to go to Morocco was Delacroix, right, in the the 1860s, Um, he went on, like, diplomatic mission for the French government, um, but, I mean, the whole, you know, the whole Orientalist movement, they were in love with Morocco, North Africa, and um, the Middle East, but... Yes, I did get to uh, lead a workshop in Morocco, and it was great. I it was actually my birthday, so I went uh, with a group of friends who are painters, and we spent a week painting. And then, um, and then I led a workshop in Marrakesh. It was great. I mean, it's an amazing place to paint. You know, Edward Siego has some there like my favorite watercolors of Morocco. They're so beautiful. Um yeah. I mean as a side note, the in Marrakech the all the buildings are this sort of pink from the red clay that they use to um, you know, mud the like I guess adobe kind of thing where they make the walls. It is like the most difficult pink to mix. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's not- ah pink it's not ochre it's not brown it's um yeah it's but it's a beautiful color like it fades with the sun over time but um yeah I mean it the light there is beautiful as well and then I love it for you know the colors these really bright um saturated colors blues and pinks they actually have this amazing sense of um color like they use these color combinations that we don't use you would never find so um in the fabrics yeah. in the decor yeah yeah the outside yeah the decor or even um you know like even in the tile work ah yes i guess it comes from andalusia style of um architecture and but yeah it's uh i highly recommend going to paint in morocco well and they're all you know there are mountains there's the sea there's the desert there are cities there are port towns i mean it's really diverse it's beautiful And kind of like italy you know. yeah <laughs> except you know italy has a little desert in sardinia but uh it's beautiful yeah so i'm fortunate i'm very fortunate um to be able to travel and teach some um but i sort of have this I have this idea that, uh, I mean, I've lived in Italy long enough now, and, you know, speaking Italian and knowing a lot about history and culture, I feel like people come to Italy to paint it because it's beautiful, but they really, they don't meet Italians, they don't interact with the culture, the history. Of course they interact with the food, which is awesome. (laughs) um, It's like, I really... So this year I decided to organize um, a week-long sort of sketching and watercolor painting workshop in a town that I love, that I've spent a lot of time in. Um, It's way more uh, navigable compared to Rome, in the sense that you can just walk everywhere. Um, It's a small city, um, beautiful places to paint, amazing food. They have a market twice a week. They have a lot of artisans, native to the, the city. And so we're going to do a lot of things. Like there's a local paper historian who also restores uh, 14th and 15th century texts. So we're going to go to his workshop and hand make um, paper and then hand bind our own sketchbooks that we will use for the week. Or we're going to sketch, you know, at the market or we'll meet different um you know, people that live in the city. So people can have a sort of interaction with the the place that we're going. And I've organized a sketch out um, in the Duomo Piazza so that we can sketch together with all the locals and, you know, kids, families, whoever wants to come. Um, Sounds terrific. When is this? Yeah, um, this is in October, And so this is something I've been thinking about for years. Like, I really would like to, you know, people that come to paint here would be really nice for them to actually connect with Italians, especially artists and artisans who, you know, they have a huge, long tradition of skill and talent um, that goes way beyond what most Americans, I think, know about, for example. So not just Americans. So it's nice to... On both sides to be able to somehow, um, you know, provide that interaction. Yeah. You
0: know. Yeah, and it, it, it's sorely needed. Um, understanding yeah. the, the idea of of um, doing something by hand and without regard for efficiency or speed, but pleasure. Yeah, and, and
1: that skill. Exactly, and that there is a a proper way, right? Like, there's a a technique and a, a procedure and it's been you know perfected through cent over centuries you know of all kinds of things and it, yeah. yeah so italians have a vast you know wealth and this is just you know one of the many things that they have to offer
0: sounds like you have a, a broader mission sort of about <laughs> sharing the place well, I, that you've sort of answered a question, I was going to ask you what's sort of on the cutting edge for you, what's in the gestation stage, and it sounds like it's these, <laughs> <laughs> these vivid these vivid dreams that you're uh, working on, uh, your larger landscapes in the studio, and then these um, sort of cultural exchanges, these tours that go a little deeper than um, than
1: the typical art workshop. Um you know what, to tell the truth, I really feel like I'm in a period of transition and I don't know, like, what that means or, like, what's going to happen or, it's like, I don't have a clear picture, so I don't know what else to do except to just work, like, yeah, just keep painting and being open to, you know, trying new things and, you know, sometimes you just have this impulse to do something, like... Okay, with dreams, I had this impulse to, like, make uh, collages and, like, gouache paintings and things like that. So, um, you know, kind of trying to listen a little bit closely to whatever sort of hints or clues or impulses I get. Because, really, I – honestly, I don't know what's next. But I think something is. I mean, something new is evolving, I hope. (laughs) It'll be a surprise.
0: I think some. It's, that's what's fun about, yeah. about living. Now, is this is this your is this the way you've always operated? Is this a new being comfortable with uncertainty? Is that something that you've always been able to to do? Oh, a... yes, yeah.
1: yes, definitely. I mean, yeah, because I never really, I never really had a plan except I knew. Um, you know, I wanted to paint, and I mean, I've had every stupid job you can imagine to survive, um, I mean, I'm really fortunate that I don't have to do that anymore, um, yeah, I, I know that I'm an artist, and so I am kind of comfortable with not knowing what will happen, just because I've accepted that, um, you know, being an artist is, kind of like well I want to be open to you know to experiences to other people to you know unexpected things happening and letting them affect me so in a way that kind of goes hand in hand with the unknown you know like being open to the unknown I mean but I think all artists know it is seriously stress-inducing when you, know, you don't know like are you going to make enough money next month or like you're doing fine now but will you do, be fine in six months like I mean I don't think anyone ever gets comfortable with that
0: do, do you think of yourself to some extent as being in business for yourself does that
1: yeah yeah definitely I mean it's like I had to start thinking that way when I had to learn how to like I had to learn how to use a bookkeeping system and report taxes. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, invoices stuff, yeah. and following up with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I try to compartmentalize it, right? It's like, okay, dedicate certain times to doing that, and then the rest is, I don't think about it. We're like, when I'm not doing that, I try to think about it.
0: Or not, not thinking when you're not doing it. Think about what you're doing.
1: Yeah. 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 If I'm painting, I'm painting. And I know, okay, tomorrow I will like deal with, you know, email and all of that stuff. But today I'm not going to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think it's smart to, you know, think about your financial situation in a useful way, (laughs) not just be stressed out about it. Right.
0: Right. You've been, um, outdoors painting, and I know people, people approach you and it's, but you've also done plein air painting in the U S and I'm curious about the difference, the difference in the experience Uh of being out and observed as an artist in both places. And also the experience of being an artist, because you have this unique perspective of being, I I know you spend some time in the U S periodically. What's the same and what's different about both you know, being out and observed, and just being a working artist in both um, cultures, if you will?
1: Um, yeah, I don't know a lot about the U.S. Um, one thing that's great is, like, Americans buy way more paintings, so it's really easy to sell a painting off your easel in the United States, like, when you're out painting, and, um, like, for what it's worth, a painting that you know, for the price that it's worth. In Italy, you can't really do that. But in exchange, in Italy, you have, um, I mean, just like, Italians are hilarious. They're so friendly. Like, anybody will talk to you. So it's great. I mean, I've been serenaded by old men. I've been, you know, like, had kids pick up my brushes and paint on your painting. Like, I mean, just have, like, crazy tourists, like, taking pictures with you as if you're not, like, as if you were put there for, you know, <laughs> a photo op, you know, or, like, I mean, uh, you know, whatever, I, every, but it's really nice here, because, I mean, one thing about painting outside in Italy is Italians will come and talk to you, and they'll tell you about the place that you're painting, you know, I, you know, they'll tell you, I was born here, and I'll tell you about, you know, the history of this neighborhood, or, um, and how it's changed over time. I mean, it's like the best actually. The best way to learn about history is just being outside um, in a place, painting it, and you can learn everything about just talking to the people there. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. And in the U.S., when you you typically sometimes you go to Florida and you do some plein air painting, or you yeah, oh yeah, on? and
1: um, yeah. So my mom lives in Florida. My dad lives in California. Well, between California and Washington. Um, Oh, one thing about America is, like, Americans are obsessed with private property. Don't really have that here either. So, um, yeah, uh, once in Florida, I jumped a a fence to paint in this cow pasture. It was really beautiful. And a guy came with a gun, and I was like, oh, God, this person is going to really shoot me. I thought that can actually this can't be real right this is something you see in movies but he ended up buying my painting instead (laughs) which was great yeah so like it all worked out (laughs) but um yeah i love florida is actually beautiful i mean there are places there that are unparalleled a really beautiful natural beauty there um you know, they have spring fed rivers and they have these sort of prime evil landscapes. It looks like a din. There are places that looks like a dinosaur would walk out of the woods. Kind of. Um, I am kind of paranoid about alligators there. Though, you <laughs> yeah, know, like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm not really used to that. Yeah. Um, well, yeah.
0: What have I, what haven't I um, asked you about that's important to you? What's, What's your, well, I did have this on my list. I wanted to ask you what your biggest source of joy is at this point.
1: I really like being outside painting. Like, um, you know, like August in Italy is, you know, every, all the cities totally vacate. Everyone goes on vacation, like to the beach or where, to the mountains. So August is the month I love to stay in Rome because, like, It's the only month where, like, there aren't a million cars parked. So there are places where you can paint that you normally can't see because they're covered with cars. Or it's like, you know, business is kind of slow. It's an amazing time to just be outside painting. And then, you know, the few people that are left in the neighborhood is like, you know, you see the same five people all day every day. It's really nice, actually. So um, just being outside painting is really like i just love that
0: um i remember
1: um that
0: in florence when in augusta uh, sort of stillness it was very
1: it's weird uh, right yeah, yeah
0: but it's very appealing in a way because it's just the opposite of rushed pressured um it's just this very quiet and still
1: sense Yeah, it's like if your big city turned into a village somehow overnight. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, it is. It's silent. It's really, really nice. I wish it would last more than a month. But it never does. Well, it can't. Things have to... Seasons change. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I should tell you. I don't know actually.
0: Well, hopefully we can talk again. I mean, um, I wanna hear about your your workshop, the the one is Orvieto, is that where you're Yeah,
1: yeah. It's gonna be an Orvieto. I'm looking Wonderful. forward to that. Yeah, I'll hear how that goes.
0: All right, I'm going to um, thank you. It was fun talking with you. Um, no, maybe... thank
1: you so much, Sarah, for yeah, wanting to find out more about me. I really appreciate it. My pleasure.
0: You can see Kelly's art and learn more about her sketching and painting tours at kellymedford.com. That's K E L L Y M E D F O R D.com. You've been listening to All Words and No Pictures. This is Sarah Carp Brown. Thanks for listening.